Welcome to the What's Your Weird Story podcast. Everyone has at least one good story. And some of us have stories that are just to the left of normal. We're interested in the ones that push the boundaries of what we can perceive. Stories that defy explanations. Stories with an air of mystery. Stories we might not share. For fear of being thought of differently. But don't worry. We're all friends here. So... What's your weird story? Hello, Weirdsville. Welcome once again to the What's Your Weird Story podcast. I am joined today by your host, Barry Johnston, and he is joined by me, your other host, Adam Beebe. Hello, Barry. What's up, man? How are you? I am good. And guess what, Barry? What? We have another special guest host, guest correspondent, our official Reddit weirdo with us here in the studio, virtually in the studio, or the virtual studio here with us, our, our a new member to the team, a past guest. It's Bobby. Hey, Bobby. Hey, I've never, ever, ever felt better about being called a weirdo. <laughs> hey, we're all weirdos here. Get used to it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's Weirdsville, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's what's up, what we're all about. You know? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. It's cool. Bobby, uh, she's done the, some grunt work for us in the Reddit forums, and uh, we're just, you know, happy to have her on. She was able to get a guest for us that... You know, she's got some cool stories, man, and I'm so happy that we were able to get her on. And that's what this all, the, the whole thing is about, you know, developing a community and and having friends help each other out. And, um, yeah, it's just great for you to be here, Bobby. Thank you so much for taking the time out to uh, hang with a bunch of weird middle-aged dudes. <laughs> <laughs> My kin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Bobby is our official, this is her title, the official Reddit weirdo. And um, she is, got, Bobby, okay, so I know a lot of people out there know what Reddit is, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but there's people out there who don't know what Reddit is, so... Can you kind of give uh, those of us who don't really understand it what it is, except for a place to find pictures of, like, cute animals? Um, What exactly is it? You know, because, I mean, seriously, I've tried to crack into Reddit, and I just, it's just completely incomprehensible to me. Yeah. Um, I think for a few years, I was still trying to, like, crack into Reddit and understand it. Um, For, like, five or six years. And once it clicked, I was like... I don't understand what my problem is. <laughs> I can't I, understand it. But I have never felt more middle-aged than yeah. <laughs> me saying, "Please explain this to me." Yeah, <sighs> well, it's it's a weird it's a weird place, and you have to kind of um, navigate it by just falling into it. Um, but when I first started using it, I kind of you know that scene in Zoolander where they're like around the the computer and they're slapping it, I'm like. Yeah. Ooh. That's what. It is. <laughs> um, but no, Reddit's awesome because it's basically um, what I feel like maybe a long, long time ago. Um, what like the what an underground community was like, right? Um, and you get people there who are so 
into something specifically. Like they're just really into it. And there's not a lot of people who are into it to talk to in real life. Yeah. So all those people get together on Reddit. Um, my introduction to Reddit was the John Titor. Is that how it's pronounced? John Titor? John Titor time travel um, guy. Okay. And he's the, like this guy that... Um, there's just this legend about him and he's so big in the time travel community that there's um episodes about him in this time travel anime called um steins gate um but there's a the whole story is based around that but basically this guy like um gets on a forum on a computer and he starts talking about how he's from the future and he had to come back because he needed to find software Mm -hmm. or uh code um from like the 1980s or something um and i saw i ran across it on accident and then i saw like two days later a a news article on um this company who's it was when we were doing the coronavirus stimulus things and people were Mm -hmm. having to sign up for unemployment right um one of the cities or states i don't remember which one the they couldn't get it to work because the code was from like the 19 early 1990s or something. So they're like, we need to find someone who speaks this dead code, this dead coding language. Um, And so then it like, I just fell down this rabbit hole. That's basically what Reddit is. It's a bunch of rabbit holes, but those rabbit holes are filled with real people in real time going down the rabbit hole with you. And it's glorious. (laughs) It's it's like an old school bulletin board kind of a thing where, you know, the computer stuff, the early days of the internet and all of that stuff, which again, I am not necessarily a Luddite by, you know, uh, or Luddite, I should suppose by you know intention it's just that i've never been super you know super tech guy um i've like as as i've often told my mom who asked me for every time there's some kind of computer problem as i often as i say i'm 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 a nerd but i'm not that kind of nerd so so cool i I won a, a super tech guy comic book starring adam (laughs) (laughs) the first issue is just going to be you trying to figure out reddit (laughs) (laughs) well everything around me burns so yeah (laughs) i'd pay for that i'd pay for that but you you knocked it out of the park you know whatever you whatever kind of magic you're doing whatever kind of witchcraft you're doing over there on the reddit forum we appreciate it because god knows we wouldn't be able to do it uh (laughs) But you got us a great one today. Uh, her name is Gabby, and, and she is she's got some great great stories. And I'm so uh, excited to bring on someone new. It's a great example here. Uh, this this it, you know this storytelling and and the the conversation that we had of someone that had a story and it developed into something bigger. And so great stuff. And and we appreciate her coming on and. Bobby, would you like to do the honors? Yeah. Um, so uh, Gabby's Gabby's story, um, obviously, I, I want her to tell it, but um, it's just really, really interesting because when you read it, there are you start to think that you're you know what it is, um, and then she says something else, and then you're like, oh no, that's not. I was completely wrong, and she's just so down to earth about it. Um, but 
you know, I'm, I'm happy that Gabby is willing to talk about it um, because I think most people are naturally shy about weird stories. Um, and then once you start talking to somebody and they, they let it all out and get their weird out there, they feel comfortable and then it all comes out. So yeah. um, hopefully Gabby is going to have some um, something like that. But um, Gabby... Is this when I do it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it. yeah, you do, you're, you're do good. Okay. <laughs> you're good, you're good. Uh, but Gabby, um, thanks for being here, and uh, what's your weird story? Okay, well, um, I work at the Home Depot, and where it's located is kind of in the heart of where our town comes off the interstate. And it's got a road that goes back to, you know, the state road by the water, but in between that area, it gets pretty dark at night, and... I was working night shifts for the uh, last week, and um, it was just, it was dark every time I left. It was like 10 p.m., and there was no one else out in the roads because everybody at that time had been home. And usually, it was just a straightforward drive. You know, I'd put in my music. I would I would uh, just drive. And this one night, I don't know, I just, I was driving, and the lights, the street lights, a couple of them were out, and there was one on. And on the sidewalk, I saw standing there was like, it looked like a dog. And I mean, I know we have a lot of feral cat colonies, but stray dogs are a bit harder to come by where I am just because it gets scooped up so fast. We have like so many animal shelters and rescue mm-hmm. places. And I was like, huh, that's weird. And while I'm driving, you know, it's, it's farther enough out, like, you know, a distant stop sign or whatever. And I'm driving 50 miles an hour and it's standing there kind of looking at me and it just, it runs across and the way it ran, I was like, that's weird. Cause it was so, it was so fast. And as I continuing to drive and just ran into the forest and continuing to drive, like, what was that? Because it didn't look like a dog. And, you know, I like dogs. I always wanted one. So I'd research all things about dogs and like, it didn't look like a dog. It, it, the way it ran, it was kind of like a human on all fours. Its neck was short. Its face was like rounded, like it looked emaciated, like like gray almost, and it just ran across, and that mm-hmm. was it. And you know, the back legs of a dog, you know, they they tend to go out, like you oh, know, kind right. of like pointing mm-hmm. that yeah. way. And instead, it bent forward, like how a person's would. Mm. And so I was confused. I came home, and I was actually pretty rattled up because at the at that at that point, I had an, enough time to think about it, and was like, right. okay, what I saw was not a dog, so I was freaked out. Yeah. A couple of days later, I'm still unnerved. I finally post on Reddit about it because I, you know, just kind of want to see if anyone else had dealt with that. Maybe it was some sort of dog. And I actually, um, like a day later or so, I talked to my sister. She's like, "Well, maybe it was a greyhound." And so I started looking at pictures and, you know, gifs, gifs of greyhounds running, and it just didn't match because the way the rear end of the thing that ran across the it went up like when you see like you know and then the greyhounds they always kind of keep it straight and smooth and they have a long tail that thing did not have a tail at Mm. all it had a long neck greyhounds have long necks and the thing i saw did not have a long neck so i just honestly i don't i don't know what i saw and ah, that's my weird story i guess wow 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 that's wild yeah it, I suppose once you're still when you're still thinking about it, like trying to figure it out for so long afterwards, mm-hmm. messes with you a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> it does, and it's like I kept thinking, like, 
oh, okay, dogs have this, that did not, that mm-hmm. dogs do this, that did not, that ran across fast. Like, I don't even know. Why did it just stand there and look at me? At? That's, I don't know. I don't know. Just Could you, do you have an idea about how big it was? Um, if it were standing on all fours in front of me, I would say that it was under a yard at the shoulder. Okay. Under a yard tall. I'm not good with like measurements and dimensions and things like that. Yeah. But, you know, like if you know the size of a large or a medium sized moving box sort of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably a bit like that size. Wow. Wow. What, what, what kind of response did you get on Reddit? Like, did anyone suggest that it might be something that clicked with you at all? Um, there was a lot of people saying that I saw something called a crawler and I looked more into that and I was like, I mean, I guess it's possible, but it didn't have the backwards legs like that. Right. And then they were all like, well, crawlers are supposed to be really, really tall. And what you saw didn't seem that tall and big. And I'm like, yeah, no, you're right. I just, I don't know. And then after a while, the post, you know, it died like most Reddit posts do. Right. Right. Wow. Have well, there been any re- any reports like that of anything like that around there before you saw that? Or were you the first one that you know of that, that saw that? Um, I haven't really like told it to a lot of people, so mm-hmm. I don't right. honestly know. Yeah. Um, I don't know if people have talked about other things being cited. Uh, yeah. Like I said, as far as stray dogs, though, we don't have a lot like right. because there are so many shelters and things that will just scoop them up. Sure. Yeah. We've heard of, um, we've heard of like dog men, dog type people, um, where, you know, they look like basically kind of have a a body kind of like a like a sasquatch but they have like a dog head and we've heard about that but this kind of reminds me of the rake um which one of our guests was telling us a story about how she saw this rake thing and you know there's no like actual picture of a rake but you know if you go and you look up artist renditions of uh, what witnesses have seen it. I mean, it's got this long, thin body and mm-hmm. it's got a round head and it's, you know, like that color coloring that you describe. And it seems to where it sometimes will run on all fours. Have you seen, have you got, can you, find, can you look one up right now? I'm curious uh, if it's that. I don't know How's it like spelled? R-A-K-E. Okay. Yeah, they're creepy the weirdest looking. thing, I think. Was the when she said that the the head was round? Because mm-hmm. I was when you're when you're reading something like that, I think it's just human nature to try and make it fit into your understanding of things. So you oh, want sure, it yeah. to be a dog or a mm-hmm. coyote right. or whatever, right. but the round head, like with the rest of it, the rest of it, I guess I could see, but the round head is what really throws me off. And then the fact that when you went when you were going by it, you mentioned that in the story that you slowed down. Because you knew in the moment that, like, wait, that's not right. It was there. That's mm-hmm. not. Yeah, yeah. that's not right. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. which is very different than seeing something for a split second and then after the fact saying, well, that didn't make sense. Because we can just do that anyway with our minds. But you mm-hmm. knew once you saw it that something was weird mm-hmm. about it. Um, which is just cool. Because yeah. 
those experiences are cool, but they bug you forever. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was very unsettled that night and the, the next nights. Like, yeah. it was awful. Understandably so, because, I mean, what you saw, I mean, it, I mean, it sounds a bit nightmarish. You know, it sounds like something that comes out of you know, uh, a dark part of your brain or, or, you know, some dark corner of reality, uh, or between, you know, maybe it's something that's gone between dimensions. You know, we, who know, we don't, we have no clue. Um, you know, and we're not, you know, we don't, we're not researchers into finding truth. We're just, uh, people that like to hear good stories and talk about it and stuff. But like, it seems, you know, I mean, you knew enough about it that you realized that the way it runs was not dog-like. The legs, the, I mean, you really observed this thing. So, I mean, that gives it a lot of credibility to me. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and I mean, that's what makes a good story. And it tells me that this thing was was impactful. Um, but like the legs, you know, moving like that, you know, not too many, you know, the animals like us, like people that stand upright have the front moving leg, you know, have the, the where our point, joints are as positioned yeah. as they are, mm-hmm. you know, because we're not, we don't need to pre- use them like cats and dogs have their legs and, uh, and goats and all, all the, to, you know, propel them on all fours. Yeah. We have a, two that are better adapted for, you yeah. know, standing on, on two legs. And I mean, you know, gorillas and, and monkeys, primates, you know, in general have this kind of thing. I think gorillas knees bend backwards and uh, gorillas, uh, elephants knees bend backward as well. But, I may be getting that wrong. I think they have uh, their limbs are like ours, where the front will go bend toward the front, like our elbows. If you get down on your fours, you know your elbows go front, and then your knees go, the legs go back. I think elephants are like that, but I, I, I could be wrong on that. I, yeah, I'm pretty sure they are. I mean, my sister's terrified because she says the baby elephants look like people in suits. So she hates baby elephants. <laughs> that is true. That is really true. That's funny. Um, That's funny. But so yeah, I so, a picture. Oh, you found a, of um. Yeah, of a rape couple. Yeah. yeah. Um, Gabby, if I put it up to the the the. Uh, what is that? Oh my God. Camera. <laughs> the camera? <laughs> the capture machine? Would you be able to, to see it? We'll give it a shot. I, don't know I should be able to. Oh, wow. That's very bright. You see that? There's uh-huh. one. Yeah, that's, the that's freaky. similar, but what I've noticed in all of these is the eyes. Like, it has, like, a human-ish body, but the eyes are really, really big and round. Yeah. Oh, that's Did you really have, settling. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that, the week is very, yeah. And this Did one's on get, all fours. Too. Did you get a good look at the, you saw that the, you saw that it was a uh, rounded head, but did you see anything kind of facial feature wise? Oh, like I said, it was um, pretty dark. Mm-hmm. So basically the only thing that illuminated was the back. It, right. so it was um, the lights were on it halfway and then most of it was just shadow just because of how the street lights were. Yeah, yeah. Was it furry? Right. No. Oh, did it have, <laughs> did it, <laughs> That's freaky. Uh, yeah. uh, did the, Definitely not. Back have it. Did the the back look like it was like a, a dog's back, or was it more broad, like a kind of like a a bipedal, you know, like us, or you know, something like you know, with a broader back, as far you know, because like a dog's will go, it's a little they're narrower because the legs go down and they don't have they don't need the upper body strength for you know and the positioning of the arms. You know, 
I'm trying to be as biologically uh, sound as I can here, but I'm not doing it. Were they skinny like a dog? Yeah. <laughs> um, the uh, the shoulders mm-hmm. were kind of like wide apart. Okay. From the way it was like running, and then again with the back, it too was pretty wide apart compared to how a dog's look. Like I said, I uh, I looked up just before I started this again. Um, you know, the animation clips of uh, greyhounds running, mm. dogs running, yeah. compared to like the the guy who ran set a world record on all fours, mm-hmm. and from like the side, the greyhound doesn't match it. It right. could, if you were skeptic or something like that, or like trying your best to fit it into something normal, but yeah. it just from what I saw, it didn't match it enough to feel mm-hmm. comfortable saying, yeah, that's what I saw. I, and seeing the human running, mm-hmm. it just, it matched way better. Wow. Wow. So like just, just the thickness, I guess. Right. Mm-hmm. Wow. Have you seen, um, there's this video that I saw recently of, I was originally looking at dinosaur videos and then this documentary from like CBS or PBS or something forever ago came on. Um, and this, guy this this paleontologist had like um done a, a rendition and then made a life-size model of what dinosaurs would look like if they had evolved mm-hmm. with us mm-hmm. and it was very very human looking it had like it wasn't like furry obviously it was you know more like scaly looking but not scaly mm-hmm. um more bird like i guess the skin um mm-hmm. and then the legs were like that and that's kind of, but also they had a rounder head. It wasn't like a, they didn't really have like a reptilian head or anything like that. Right. So it kind of reminds me of that. Right. Yeah. Could be yeah. shapeshifters or who knows, man. Well, that's a good point that you bring up, Barry. Um, yeah. It could be some kind of a shapeshifter. And Florida has a lot of, I don't know if they have like, you know, the skin. I don't know if they have a version of skinwalkers or something down there in, um, is it the Seminole that are big in Florida? That's, yeah, a, that's the their, I don't know. And Seminole has a kind of, um, sh- like a, that, the same kind of like shape shifting, um, counterpart to like a skinwalker that they do out West. But it, you know, it could be something like that. Yeah. Cause those Along things, those lines. Yeah. Had, uh, now, had you seen anything else like strange, or is this the first weird thing that you've seen? I would say this is the first real close encounter with okay. something strange. I mean, I've seen strange lights out at my grandparents' farm. Okay. I've seen strange stuff at my grandparents' farm. But uh-huh. this was the first real thing that was, like, right there Yeah. in front of me. It's Right. Like, yeah, so... Yeah. We were talking to a guy uh, last week who had, he lives out in New Mexico, um, in Colorado, like on the border there. And uh, he has all kinds of crazy stories about seeing odd animals and things like that. And we were talking before about, I had seen one time uh, a moose in the wild and did not know what I was looking at because I wasn't expecting it. 
And I was just like, what is that thing, man? I could, my brain couldn't wrap itself around what I was looking at. And it wasn't until later on in the day when I was like, oh my gosh, I think I saw a moose. But to me at the time, it looked like an alien, man. It was like, this is the weirdest thing I've ever seen, man. It's huge, but it looks kind of like a horse, but it's not a horse. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. I, I just, it was so odd. And, um, and so like your story, when you, when you were talking about trying to figure out like, like what I just saw was not something that I have ever seen. Um, I mean, you know, that as a person, like, you know, you know, when you've seen a dog, you know, I mean, everybody's seen dogs. So the fact that it just didn't have that, you know, and that it didn't click in your head that, you know, it had been seen by you before is pretty, that's interesting. Right. And this is like a road that I've driven on for so long. I mean, I've lived in this town all my life. I know right. This road, like the back of my hand, right? And I've yeah. driven on day and night and hadn't seen something like that. And that's the only thing that I'd seen that really, honestly, freaked me out. Sure. <laughs> really bad. Wow. I'm kind of interested in the in your because farms are just cool, um, <laughs> and so are grandparents' houses. <laughs> yeah. I, I really kind of want to know more about that. Yeah, I mean, so their farm, it's almost about 15 minutes away from where I am. It's in uh, more of the uh, redneck area of town. And where their farm is, it's on the end of a dirt road right next to a preserve that's hundreds of acres. So my grandparents used to be horse breeders, so they had a lot of land, a lot of trees, things like that, pastures. They slowly went out of the business, but me and my sister would still take the horses out and explore the acreage and come back. And as we got older and stuff, we would take the horses out for longer and come back later. And that's when a lot of the weird stuff started happening because like at night, their place has always been creepy at night. I still hate going by their gate because <laughs> their house is over here. Their gates over here. It's pitch black. You'll hear noises, <laughs> things like that. Um, but I remember one night I was with my cousin and it was pitch black, just the stars out and some of the houses over the field. And he looks up at the sky and he's like, what? are those and i look up and there's just these they look like stars like planes kind of and it's just these lights moving in a sort of box fashion Mm. i guess Mm. and we both kind of stared at it for a while i was like i don't know what that is and he's like okay let's just close the gate and go so he closed the gate and ran Um, (laughs) that's a strange light story i had seen those later on in my life um, not recently though, more of like if I go anywhere near large swamp areas, driving out to Orlando or whatever at night, I'll sometimes see just this box lights looking things. They're tiny little stars. Right. But they uh. always do that kind of formation, that kind of, um, yeah, the kind of box formation. Right. Of. Interesting. What color yeah. are they? They're usually about like yellowish, yellowish, whitish. Like stars. Hmm. Yeah. So it's like, it's really strange to see that. Because <laughs> you think if it was like a plane or a drone, they'd have some sort of hint of blue or green or whatever, but right. mm-hmm. they didn't. You ever see those, you ever see the footage of the formations that were taken, uh, gosh, man, I think off the East Coast, uh, there's a couple of different clips. I mean, they've been captured other places, of course, but there's a bunch of these lights like you're talking about a bunch of them out in the sky and they're just like, they keep like 
sort of crossing each other and like like doing all this crazy stuff and the footage I saw was taken from a boat and it was a boatload of people it was like a like a like a party boat or something like that it was like a pretty big boat and all these people are like what they're all trying to figure out like what is that it it's it it almost they kind of almost look like the lanterns you know that you you let off mm-hmm. into the sky mm-hmm. you know they burn but like they were they were moving in these really odd patterns they weren't you know they weren't floating it was it's crazy stuff and that's knowing where you uh where you live um i've that's i've never heard square before Probably yeah that's i can describe it yeah. I, that's, inter- that's really interesting i've heard triangle um sporadic but mm-hmm. never square and especially constantly in that order right it was just like mm-hmm. it was just and yeah, you're so looking scary. at the sky the night sky all these stars especially uh-huh. out there you can see all the stars and you know that over in orlando there's the airplane there's the airport so you're like you would expect to see airplanes so we didn't think anything of looking up at the sky you know and like oh that's strange light it's an airplane but this was just it just it was so weird and that's probably why we booked it back to the house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about um, whenever you said that you, you'd you walk by their gate and you'd, like, already be freaked out. Like, I remember mm-hmm. I've, ha- I've like, walked by places and then I get those chills because I can just remember how I felt when I was there before. Mm-hmm. It's, like, ultimate nostalgia. But yeah. Fear nostalgia. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that's a nice t-shirt you got on there. Oh, thanks, dude. It's brand new. Do you like that? It's one of the official What's Your Weird Story t-shirts. Where'd you get that? It's funny that you ask. I just got it off the brand new Spreadshirt.com site for the What's Your Weird Story podcast. There's no www. You just go straight to shop.spreadshirt.com backslash what without the apostrophe W-H-A-T-S hyphen Y-E-O dash w-e-i-r-d dash s-t-o-r-y and that'll take you right there i mean you can never own enough clothing well that's true barry there's t-shirts for the ladies because you know they're cut differently there's hoodies which are really cool there's two different kinds of hoodies and there's also tote bags so you can tote your stuff that's so cool man so if you guys go out to spreadshirt.com what's your weird story currently there are two designs but there will be more going up very soon so just keep your eyes out for that and if you decide to get one of our shirts tag yourself on instagram to ours or facebook show your love show us what you got let's see your true colors so i've seen um i've seen like you know like you said the uh, the white dot kind of ufos in fact mm-hmm. I've, ironically i was uh hanging out with a friend of mine out in the country on a dirt road um because we grew up in a small country town so that's kind of what you would do mm-hmm. and um so i was out there and i was telling him a story about this other ufo weird thing missing time experience that i had and uh we were looking off to the south and we saw these three lights and 
like they're just moving around. One is moving kind of slow. One's moving kind of fast, and one's just going on a straight line. And so they kind of like pull together into like a similar type of to like a formation, and then they stop for a minute. And my buddy is freaking out um, because you know he is you know he's like oh my god oh my god he's never seen anything like this before. He's like they're coming to get us. They're coming to get us. Oh my god! And I was like, dude, dude. Don't worry, man. It's totally cool. It's like if they were coming to get us, we wouldn't have even seen them, man. So we're all good. We're good. We're good. <laughs> and so that it seemed to ease him, but man, yeah, it was very strange because then all of a sudden they just go boom, 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 all three in different directions, just like that, just way right. off into the where the horizon, and you couldn't see where they went at all. So it was just it was. It was wild, but yeah, it was the same thing where it was those same that where you, if you weren't paying attention, you would have thought they were stars. And then once you were paying attention to them, you would have realized that the stars are moving really fast. Stars don't move like that. They're not, right. of course, they're not um, satellites either. There he is. They're not satellites either because satellites will go in that straight line and they'll blink sometimes, you know, if you've ever seen mm -hmm. a satellite. Because the very oh, yeah. first time I saw a satellite, I thought it was a UFO. I was very excited about it. And then somebody told me, no, no, you you are not seeing a, a UFO. You're seeing a satellite. And was, ah. But yeah, so I know the difference, you know. So yeah. But um, right, that's like when um, Elon Musk sent up the Starlink. Um, the night when it was first visible, there was just like this whole line of them, and mm -hmm. they're like my boyfriend's parents got freaked out, and they were videotaping it and all, <laughs> and and I was at work, so I wasn't able to see. When I got home, he was showing me. He's like, "Look at this. What do you think of this?" And I'm like, "Oh, those are satellites." <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, we <laughs> were UFOs at first. Yeah, <laughs> like, well, you know, I think I've hey, seen a UFO. That until annoying. you got there, there were UFOs for sure. So. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> Have you heard of the? Um, and Adam actually told me about this, and it shot me into a weird place for about a week. Um, but that news article that you sent me about the the um, uh, oh my gosh, was it Congress or something where they talked about it? But, or was it just NASA talking about it? I don't remember. Or the Air Force? I don't remember. Anyway, um, our government was saying, like, openly admitting for everyone to hear that we found a, a vehicle, right? Yeah. That not, was not made on Earth. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, Harry, Harry Reid. Um, New York Times did a story on... Uh, the, all the stuff that's come out with the Navy tapes they've talked about, and um, Harry Reid was quoted as saying is that they have something he believes he had to go back and re, yeah. you know, assert himself in saying that he's not saying that we have it, but, but he did say we had it. But we, yeah, we <laughs> we basically have in our possession vehicles that are not of this world, and. It's his belief that they exist and that we need to spend money and research in trying to uh, figure out what this stuff is. Now, we all know that's been going on for a long time. Our government's already been researching it, and we know what's going on. But, but yeah, no, it is. It's like, wow, the fact that they admitted something like that in public is, you know, it's yeah. interesting. If if anything else, it's, it's interesting. Well, especially since we have the, the big, like, space force now that's going right. on right it's just the timing mm -hmm. is really really right. 
Well, yeah, and if you think about it, I mean, you know, these are obviously the major power, you know, governments. They want to know what's out there and what's what's invading airspaces, and so it's 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 within their. Um, they have the ability um, to see a lot of this stuff, and I think they have it in you know in the public's best interest to figure out what's going on because obviously it's not something that they can control, and they admit it as right. as, as much. You know, and I'll say this, you know. I've talked about this before on the podcast, but a really interesting interview is on the Joe Rogan experience. He interviews the pilot of the Navy tapes, the t- the, the Tic Tac uh, tapes, and it's mind blowing because he's he's when you're watching the 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 footage, it's hard to see what's going on, but when he's putting it into context, it's re- it blows your mind. It's like you know this guy is a career. You know, Navy pilot, you know, why would he come out and talk about this stuff? I mean, he's putting his whole, you know, life's work on the line. Um, and he's a recluse, too, isn't he? Like, he really doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't want to have anything to do with this yeah. stuff. It's just he's in a position where he needs to. Same thing with Bob Lazar, man. He, he had an interview that was also on Rogan that in Bob Lazar does not give interviews readily. And he was on the Rogan experience and talking about his whole thing. And. Yeah, it's just it's it's interesting. It's a subject I'm fascinated with. So yeah. mm-hmm. we've we've talked about it at nauseum. So I don't want to you know <laughs> go too deep, but it's great. I mean, you know, people see stuff like this, and we're seeing more of it because people have cell phones now. Yeah, yeah, we're getting better quality footage, but we're also in the era of deep fakes and incredible. Yeah. Photoshop and CGI, yeah. so it's really hard to just you know to see you know it, it, everything looks we all everything it looks like CGI everything yeah. looks like CGI but yeah. that's because CGI has gotten to the point to where you know if it's a clear enough camera real life looks like CGI you know yeah. if I yeah. clean my glasses off on a regular basis everything looks mm. like CGI. <laughs> So, you know, I mean, that's yeah. where we are. It's true. All the more reason to learn it, though, so that right. you can yeah. discern better. Right. Pick true it up. Enough. Yeah. <laughs> that's did very you true. Have, um, did you ever have any, like, other than the lights and, and this freaky thing, did you ever have any experiences that were more just, like, um, more like a, like, like a spine chilling type thing. I really like, I'm so convinced that, that farms are so weird. I'm obsessed with it a little bit right now with your gra- grandparents' farm. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't stop thinking about it. Like there has to be more about that farm. Cause my mom grew up on a farm and she said it was just always a strange, strange place. Always. Um, I know that on the farm, when my mom was pregnant, she had my sister, and they would go on walks, and they were stalked by a Florida panther once. That's not for me, um, but I, I think that's kind of scary. Technically, <laughs> I was there, but as far as like actually, uh, besides the lights, like I said about the gate, it's extremely freaky. And going out there at night, I've always just hated it. Uh, because the feeling of being watched by that gate 
and just anywhere outside of there when it's dark. It's just so prevalent. It's like, I, and it's, I still will ask my grandma, hey, grandma, ride with me out to the gate so you can close it and I don't have to get out my car. That's how bad it is. And I feel so bad asking her. But she's like, you know, I live here. I know the feeling. You know, I'll just, I'll do it. You know, whatever. Um, but like during the day, there's nothing really out there that will freak me out. It's just, it's once the sun goes down, it's just that feeling of being watched. I know that she has said that before they built the house there, that property was used mainly for parties. And mm-hmm. then other kinds of people would go out there and do stuff. And they found all sorts of like paraphernalia, all sorts of just awful stuff. So the kind of stuff that's tailored onto that property, it, it originally was really bad. And even like, they were like, Hey, we can't stay here. This is crazy. Just the feeling of being watched. Um, and gradually it moved towards just the gate is where you'll mostly feel that feeling. Interesting. So it was, it's, it's not just you that feels it. It's your, you, everybody. I mean, you, at least it's been confirmed by your grandma and, and your, I guess maybe your cousin. I can't remember if that was my cousin. Yeah. My sister, my younger siblings. Well, it seems like there's something going on. Yeah. If you're feeling <laughs> yeah. that, you know, because that's a heaviness and that's something, but at least it's, gone away from the, I just knocked my mic out of my hand out of the in front of me um, it it's gone away from the house right in the living mm-hmm. area that's good that that's, that's that's real good that's a good thing um, but it's gone to the gate which is just weird because it's like is it something that's like it wants to like possess you it wants to keep you there it wants you to hold you in or is it trying to escape and it can't I don't know it's just weird though but it's that's a strange mm-hmm yeah. Just energy. I feel I like whatever it is, it used to have the property. It doesn't mm. now, but it refuses to leave. Mm. Right. Uh, right. My grandma. That's the furthest it wants to go in their house. Because there's two gates, and the front gate is the one that it's decided not to leave. Because. Mm. That's where you'll feel. You just walk out there. You have to close it so that, you know no one comes in at night, and you'll just feel. It. So when I have to close the gate, I'm just running because <laughs> it's an awful feeling. Uh, look, I've been there. I mean, you know, like because uh, Barry and I grew up in a very rural area, and like we, you know, spent a lot of times on farms um, when we were kids. And yeah, close. There's a difference about getting out at night and having to close, getting out of the car to clo- open and close the gate sucks regardless. But I mean, yeah. when, at night though, when you're, especially when you're little, it's a little bit more spooky because you don't know what's, you know, coming on and you don't want the, the cows to get out or anything like that, you know, if you got anything in there. Because, oh God, man, if cows get out, it is such a hassle. It's horrible. Uh, one time. One time, I don't think I've told this on the uh, on the podcast, and it's completely unrelated. Except there's a gate, and we ha- and and it was not closed properly. But um, and everybody in our hometown is gonna really appreciate this one. But it's a funny story. Um, so we set my friend Jeff, his uh, who's our special correspondent and resident Bigfoot expert. His grandpa had these two Rock Island um, boxcar rail, railroad boxcars. 
out on some of his farm property and is about a mile outside of town. And he had them converted into basically like storage barn type things and an office in one of them. So he had electricity running in and he had like a, a card table there and he had a refrigerator and a radio and lights and everything. And we would go out there in the summertime um, in high school and college um, and hang out and, you know, like drink beers and whatever, you know, because we didn't have places, you know, in our small town, nobody had, you know, it was a small town. You didn't have a place to go. So we go out there and we hang out and, you know, play cards and do whatever. So um, one night we were out hanging out at the rock because that's what we called it because it's two rock island things. Really clever. Um, but we we're out hanging out at the rock and there's a you know, there's a gate you close and you close the gate so that one, you know, nobody will come in unless you hear them come in. And two, there's sometimes cattle there in on the property. And so uh, we always remember everybody always has to get out. Somebody's got to get out, make sure they open and close the gate. And um, that night, somebody came in, joined us later, and they didn't close the gate. They just left it open. And so we're all leaving and it's probably like two thirty three in the morning and we go outside and, you know, it's some, and we're in various stage of sobriety at this point. And, uh, we realize, you know, all of a sudden, Oh shit, the gate is open. Oh shit. The cattle are not in the pasture. Uh. And so this, uh, there's a, the, the, the rock is leads out to a road that goes up to an area, an old part of what used to be, um, there used to be a college there in our town. And uh, now this it's a little housing development area. It's called College Hill. Again, very clever. Um, so one, the road goes up to College Hill about two miles or three miles, you know, to the north. And then just about, you know, 50 yards to, if, if, if not even 50 yards, probably like 20 yards to the, to the south, there's a main highway going into town. And so uh, we're freaking out because if a, the cows got out and they get on that main highway, people are going to be coming and hitting them at like 65, 70 miles an hour, you know, and there's going to be lots of, you know, metal and ground beef everywhere. So that's bad news. But fortunately, <laughs> there wasn't anything there. We got out and somebody could hear or see the cattle on the other end going towards college hill so we're like okay cool now what do we do so we sit there we're like well we got to get them and we got to herd them back this way how will we do that and we're we don't know but we've got to do it because none of us are cowboys you know we don't know what we're doing here and so mm -hmm. we get so i stay at the gate my i'm the gatekeeper and um, my job is to be there to open the gate when they're coming and uh, close it when they go in. You know, however, we're going to make this happen, but we're going to make this happen. So we got Jeff's Jimmy, his, uh, his, his, his car there, and we put it in the road, in the middle of the road, so that we, if the, the, the cows start coming, they'll see that and hopefully they'll go away from the Jimmy and towards the open gate you know and so the rest of them our friends and everybody else they all go down to where the cows are and they start getting out in the, in the ditch and they're like yeah yeah cow like we see in the movies and stuff and so the cows are kind of like eh, let me move a little bit so and then somebody gets their car and they 
bring them out, and they're kind of like start flashing our lights, and then the cows start gets a little spooked, and so they start moving, and so they're going faster and faster, and then all of a sudden, the cows are running. It's a stampede. I'm down on the other end, all by myself, <laughs> just me in the car waiting, and they're like, oh, they're coming. And I see that they're coming. I'm like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. And so what do I do? So I go and I run and I open the gate, and then I'm like, wait a second, they're coming really fast. They're just going to blow right past me. So I run and I. After I, I run, I open the gate, and then I run back, and I jump in Jeff's car, and I just start honking the horn and flashing the lights. And, like, all of a sudden, all those cows, the entire herd just curves, and they go right into the gate, and then right in, and everybody comes running out, and we close the gate, and we're high-fiving all around, and everybody's like, woohoo, yes, we are cowboys. And we were so <laughs> proud, but we would have been so screwed if any single oh, one of man. cows had, had gotten hit. That's or a lot of money. Out. Thing. Yeah, a it's lot a lot of money. Of money. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that's my gate story. <laughs> that's terrifying. Uh, I just kept great. thinking of Simba, like with the stampede. Yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. Man, that yeah. was so scary. It's like I, I didn't know what to do, you know. But it just was like I, it just occurred to me to like honk the horn and scare them and flash the lights and yeah. So. That's funny. Split instant and everything <laughs> perfectly. So Wild. yeah, yeah, man. Farms are crazy. They're uh, you know, I mean, it's uh, it's reality. You know, mm-hmm. times a million because you're you're working with the land and you're working with animals and all that kind of stuff. And also where you live too, Gabby. There's a lot of uh, a lot of history there. A lot of Native American uh, imprints, you know, and stuff like that. I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if it's some of that. Also, yeah, you, know, you never you never positive. know. You never know, and uh, you know, and NASA's weird too. So you never <laughs> yes. know. <laughs> Did your grandma have any theories about what, like, what you felt like was watching you at the gate? Mm-hmm. She thinks that most likely it's some sort of demon or negative spirit, something like that. As far as what I saw run across the road, at a loss, she has no idea. <laughs> It, I, I would. T- t- man, she, I don't know uh, so much. She as, has dogs, and I, I'm not sure. I mean, it could be a demon, but it does seem like there's something heavy there mm-hmm. at the gate, right. you know, and it's w- wanting to make its presence known for sure, and it's apparently being very successful because everybody's feeling it. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. there are people outside of the family. Have they felt that? Um, I haven't really talked to anybody when they, like, visit about uh, mm-hmm. the gate or anything. I know a couple times we've had close friends who are like, I don't want to close the gate. It's spooky out there. And that's about the extent I... of it. So it does. Honestly, I don't know. So I guess it kind of does, though, if it's close family. Somebody, if I guess if anybody's saying that, if they're saying they get that right. spooky feeling, then, then yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Cool. That's great. I mean, thank you, Gabby, for, you know, taking time out to, uh, and Bobby for, for getting Gabby. I mean, yes. it's, uh, so cool that we've had, uh, a prior guest that helps, you know, uh, get folks to come on and tell these, you know, wild stories. We, is what we do. We, we, we enjoy it and we, uh, we love talking to people like yourself and, and thank you both for coming on. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, 
Bobby's now an officially a special correspondent. So beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happens when you live in the weird, like, part of reddit <laughs> that's the that's where you yeah. find kinship like <laughs> yeah that's cool that's awesome cool well, gabby did you have anything else for us any other stories to, that you can think of i know because sometimes it pops up whenever you're just talking about stuff you kind of remember more so like the voices would be at my last house when i still live with my parents i had a room right next to my younger sister and I guess she's a light sleeper because I had my TV on the wall of her room. And, well, if I tried to watch TV at night, she would come over, knock on the door, say, quiet down, turn it down. So one night she kept doing that. And I was like, you know what? Forget it. I'm just going to put it on mute, put on subtitles. And ever since then, I still watch with subtitles. But I'm watching on subtitles and I hear her come over and knock again. And... She's like, I said to quiet it down. I'm trying to sleep. You're so loud. And I'm like, I have it on mute. There's no way you can hear me. I am doing nothing in this room. And she's like, well, then what is all that banging? And then we both quieted down. And all of a sudden, it just sounded like a book through, flew across the room. I was like, okay, you can sleep in my room tonight. Whoa. Whoa. And I, it's funny. I was just talking to her today about this. And she's like, that still scares me because as she was like, we're making her bed in my room, we just keep hearing things being thrown around in her room and these thuds and crashes in her room. Um, and then like the next night, I can't remember if it was the next night or the night before where we were all asleep and I was still awake trying to get to sleep, but I kept hearing like three distinct voices from her room and at first I thought it was maybe my mom and my stepdad and her talking maybe she had gotten up late or something you know whatever disciplining her mm. because like it was two feminine voices so I thought it was my mom and my sister and one more masculine voice and the masculine voice was very upset and the two feminine voices were kind of upset but talking back normally it, and it was muffled but you know how like voices sound in the other room mm-hmm. yeah 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 that's how it sounded. And I was like, I wish they would shut up so I could get to sleep. Eventually, I just went to sleep. And in the morning, I'd ask mom, like, hey, why were you guys so loud last night? Because I could hear everything and I couldn't go to sleep. And mom's like, I went to bed right after Bethany did. I wasn't in her room. I was wow. like, wait, what? Was Chris? And she's like, no, he goes to sleep at like six. Wow. And, and then I asked Beth and she's like, no, I was asleep that whole time. Uh, so I don't know about that one. It was wow. so weird. Her room? Like, it was in, in her your room. sister's room. Ah. Yeah, both times. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, me too. Mm. Yeah, there's something going on there. It seems. <laughs> wow. That's pretty classic. You hear it, you know, the voices in other rooms. This seems like you know you hear that a lot with hauntings and stuff. Mm-hmm. And you know, it reminds me of um, one of our guests uh, who was talking about this house that her. Uh, grandma, I think it was a grandmother li- lived in, and they were there. She was there cleaning or doing something, and she heard, you know, conversations, people having conversations in other parts of the house, but she was the only person there. Yeah. So, right. and of course, yeah. you know, with the, with the pounding and the book f- sound of the yeah. book being thrown, all that stuff, I mean, that's pretty, that's yeah. pretty classic. You should Ooh. ask your sister about, you know, she, I mean, maybe she's, you know, Maybe she's forcefully forgotten some scary event. Maybe actually don't ask her. You don't want to drag up <laughs> right. anything that she's not ready to address. So. Right. Yeah. I mean, 
you know, she talked about it perfectly fine today. I feel like she'd talk about it normally if anything like that happened again. Mm-hmm. But uh, luckily now she's a pretty heavy sleeper. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, I imagine that she'd have to with all that, that banging. Yeah. And yeah. I wonder if it was that room where it's like, you mm-hmm. know, I forget. I'm just going to fall asleep even though there's uh-huh. stuff being thrown around or whatever. Right. Um, That's scary when it's actually stuff flying around you yeah yeah and then like i guess you asked another scary story Uh, just one last thing again with the feeling of you know something there my biological father he had this townhouse it was great it was nice and big but there's one bathroom in the front that everybody refused to go in they all hated it they'd all go to the upstairs bathroom no one like even guests we had cousins. I We were playing hide-and-seek in the house while my dad was having a block party outside. And all of a sudden, my cousin Giovanni is like, guys, get down here right now. We all come down, and he had peed his pants. And we're like, Giovanni, the bathroom's right there. He's like, I don't want to go in that one. That one's scary. It was scary oh, enough wow. that he'd rather wow. pee his pants. Wow. Uh, <laughs> and, like, when I'd have to go in there because my sister was using the bathroom upstairs, I would drag one of the dogs in there so I wasn't alone, and they hated it. They were wow. so they like, whining and stuff and just so upset. And I guess that that's it. Wow. Wow. That's a lot, though. That is. That is. Yeah. That is that's a lot. More. Uh, yeah. Bathrooms, I, I have always thought bathrooms are just kind of weird. Like, a lot of bad things happen in bathrooms. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, you think about rooms in the house and where where people go to hide, where people go to, like, be alone or whatever. It's a bathroom. Yep. And also where people are sick yeah. Yeah. and yeah. they have, you know, I mean, they're having bathrooms can, are, can, are, can be full of a lot of high charged emotions, you know? Yeah. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. Yeah. Man. Wild. Was it at, where was the bathroom like an under the stairs kind of bathroom or was it, that's what in my mind I'm seeing, or is it just like a, so the way the townhouse was, it was just a straight shot. The stairs mm-hmm. were on the side that went up, and the bathroom was besides the stairs. Okay. So the way the stairs went up, it was just besides. It wasn't underneath the anything. Okay. But it was by the front door. Yeah. Interesting. But nothing entirely special about it, just that everyone hated to use it. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah, that's enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Well, thanks again, man. Thank you. Yeah, no yeah, problem. Thank great. you for having me. Yeah, it was great. It was fun. And the great stories. And I mean, in a variety. And I, I just, I, I always love it when somebody's like, oh, I've got this one thing. And then you start to remember all these other things that you just kind of, for, you kind of push to the side. You know, yeah. right. you don't necessarily forget, but you just kind of put them to the side because it's the stuff that you can't, that you have a difficult time processing because mm-hmm. all your stories, you're really, you're hesitant to put a name on anything. Mm-hmm. You know, your dad doesn't say like, Oh yeah, it's a haunted bathroom or, mm-hmm. Oh yeah. You know, there was ghosts, you know, knocking on the walls or so it was just, or there was ghosts talking or something like that. But, you know, but you know, it, it's still, you know, it's, it's, just, it's really cool because the one thing often so often leads to the mini. Cool. Awesome. awesome. Thanks again. Yeah, Gabby. Thank you. Us. Again, and thank you for having me. 
And thanks again to uh, Bobby, our new uh, Reddit special correspondent. <laughs> and uh, well, I'll I'll come up with a better title for you officially. No, I like that. Reddit, <laughs> Reddit weirdo. I'll take. There it. we go. Our official Reddit weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, did I ever tell you about this recent thing that happened to me? I was driving around in the country and it was just after dusk. So there's a little bit of light still coming on out of the sky, but it was mostly dark. I saw this black school bus. I don't think I've ever heard this. Okay, so I saw this black school bus. All the windows were tinted and it started following me for about 15 minutes. Whoa, no. Yeah. What, what did you do? I was at work. I was making deliveries and I just kept making my deliveries and like it would even stop and wait for me oh. and <laughs> yeah, this is, but it was never close enough to where I could see it or anything but it was following me man wow dang that's just an example of another really weird story that happened to me and that could have happened to you. You don't have to have a UFO encounter. You don't have to have seen the ghost of your grandmother. You don't have to know what Bigfoot smells like to have had a weird story. Basically, what we're saying is weird covers a lot of ground here on the What's Your Weird Story podcast. And we love hearing all of your stories, whether they're spooky, they're funny, they're bizarre, or they're just short, sweet, and unexplained. Kind of like our podcast. Wow, Gabby, that was amazing. Amazing stories. Really. Yeah. Yeah. You know, (laughs) you said it all. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's wild because we had that, you know, we started off with the this cryptid because, I mean, it's what it is. You know, we, we I don't think we ever used the cryptid word uh, to describe it um, in, in the conversation with Gabby. We start off with this cryptid, this weird humanoid thing. And, you know, I mean, there's so much of that could be ex- explored so much further. But then, you know, of course, we always grow and we go into these other things. So like, well, it sounds like, you know, you're the, you, your, your grandparents may live on a quasi haunted farm. And you also may have your both of your parents have a quasi haunted house. Yeah. And, you know, these are things that, oh, you know, you, you hadn't. Gabby hadn't thought about really, you know, she, right. you know, oh, and, oh, and then there were some lights in the sky near doing aerial formations and stuff there, you know, voice. And there were totally yeah. different houses too. Right. Like it was yeah. her dad's townhouse. And then I think her, um, her mom's home that her sister had the haunted room in, which I'm yeah. convinced now is a haunted room. Uh, oh, like, me too. Yeah. <laughs> me too. Absolutely. Yeah. It's and wild. not, and not like happy haunted. Like if yeah. there, anytime I hear about, things actually flying like ooh, mm-hmm. that's that's yeah. uh not a happy guy yeah <laughs> and you know i was just and this is the, me thinking too if it, there are if there were more things flying if it was more stuff like that it could have been a, like a poltergeist and poltergeists are usually active or um attracted to like pubescent girls and so her sister was little or Gabby was little, maybe they were around that age. I don't know. I don't remember her saying, but it could have been something like that. Then again, it might just be some lingering spirit of people that lived there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. The weird, you know, UFO stuff, the, uh, you know, lights in the sky and stuff like that. I mean, you know, she, she had a lot more 
than what she thought, I think, when she mm-hmm. initially came on, which is great. And uh, it is one of those things where it's like you're experiencing these things. You put them in the back of your mind. You don't think about them. I mean, she just said, you know, in, in when we were talking to her that she shouldn't even talk about this with her own family. You know, so you sort of you put it back in the back of your mind. You don't think about it until you're put in a situation where you're talking about stuff and you're like, oh, man, yeah, I remember this now. I had a weird story here, you know, the bathroom that was, you know, a haunted bathroom or, or a weird bathroom that gave weird vibes to people. You know, that that's just uh, that's the kind of stuff that's gold to me. I, I love that stuff, you know, because it's very off the cuff and, and you're, mm-hmm. it's just a part of the conversation. Well, and you've got all these new connections that you didn't realize you had made before mm. that. You start talking about it and that's why it starts bringing other stuff up. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And you don't as they're happening, you're not, she probably never related those things to each other, yeah. right. but the amount mm-hmm. and that her whole family was experiencing it. I feel like they're definitely somehow related. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. I think, well, I think there's a lot of it that's going on. That's related around because there's so much of in her family, you know? Um, and maybe there's like, maybe they're like, a, um, like a kind of a low level sensitive to the, you know, to spirits or something like that. You know, they're not fully be able to like perceive them visually or see them, you know, but maybe they have that, maybe they're empathic to them. Yeah. yeah. I still want to know, know more about her grandma. Yeah. Like yeah. I yeah. have a feeling her grandma is cool. Yeah, <laughs> she I, yeah you know I got a feeling that grandma has got some stories too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah, and and, um, and hopefully you know we'll get her back. Uh, you tell us some some more crazy stuff. And and speaking of that, you know if you guys got any crazy stories, man, we love to hear them. We love to hear them. This is what this is all about. It's a community of people talking. It's a place where you can just let it all out there and 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 uh and you're going to be met with uh with open arms and and you know people that have similar stories yeah you don't have to hide on reddit we have a uh, skype now that's right <laughs> <laughs> yeah about exactly yeah. Not being embarrassed <laughs> yeah exactly yeah well you know and again like we we definitely don't want people to we want to get rid of the the kind of awkward feelings that we want people to be able to share those and not feel embarrassed about it. And cause you know, I mean, honestly, I think everybody's got to have, everybody's got some kind of experience at one point in their life where it's just like, you know, it could be bullish high strangeness where they don't know what was going on. Like, you know, you seeing some kind of cryptid or seeing a, an, a UFO landing on your front yard or it could just be something, you know, weird, like a strange series of, com- of coincidences, you know, something that happened and that you just either dwell on it and you think on it and you re- keep that in your mind or you just push it to the side because you don't. Right. You know, and I think a lot of us spend a lot of time pushing stuff to the side that we don't want to think about because that's human nature. Yep. And then all of a sudden, you know, you something pops up and then like, you know, like we were saying earlier, it's like one thing comes up and then you talk about it and then all these other things bubble up to the top and that's we want to be here to be your uh 
bubbling memory buddies. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. That, it sounds great. Yeah. It sounds yeah. great. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Here we are. What's your weird story? <laughs> bubbling memories together. So. <laughs> oh, that's great. Well, Bobby, thank you again for coming on too and, and doing such great work and finding a, a great guest. And uh, hopefully we can get more Reddit folks on. That'd be great. Oh yeah. There's, there's plenty, um, plenty of cooking going on cool. on Reddit. Great. Lots cool, of cool. <laughs> That's awesome. Happy to do it. Awesome. Well, hey, <laughs> once again, Gabby, thank you for joining us. And uh, Bobby, thank you for joining us for your first appearance. She'll be back, folks. Um, and uh, we will, uh, we will too. We'll be back next week, in fact, uh, with more stories of Weirdsville and weird villains and soon to be weird villains and people who are deciding if they're going to join us here in Weirdsville or not, would probably actually have already decided to join us in Weirdsville because they will be a guest and future guests, just like you and all your friends who could possibly be future guests. Everybody has the potential within them to be a citizen of Weirdsville. Um, so in, yeah, yeah. I mean, and everything is what you want it to be there, but it's weird. Um, <laughs> it is. It possible. is weird. It is weird. <laughs> in the best way possible. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> thanks for joining us, everybody. Have a good week. We'll see you next time on uh, What's Your Weird Story. Be safe. Be weird. As always, if you have a weird story, we want to hear it. If you have a lot of them, we want to hear them all. We can't do this podcast without your invaluable contributions. Whether it's sharing your stories, listening, rating, and spreading the word about the podcast. Thanks for listening. Till next time, be safe. Be weird. The stories presented on the What's Your Weird Story podcast are, to our knowledge, true experiences that our guests have had. We can't take the time to research all claims made, and besides, it's just not as fun.